Welcome, bienvenue, to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Renz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we are developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. Big baseball talk this time. Uh, we got a lot of movement to discuss, but the first thing we should discuss is the uh, the aptly named Ray Tank, which is something they <laughs> were willing to say themselves. Yeah, it's a little as um, as someone on Twitter said, it's a bit too on the nose <laughs> trading every single one of their players and then 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 saying Ray Tank. I mean, I know that they're it's. For the fish, not the um, the action that they're doing. <laughs> but I thought I thought that they'd really started to push towards the the idea of like the Sun Rays as their team name. Yeah, but it's some anniversary they're bringing back. They're bringing back Devil Rays. It's twentieth anniversary, I believe. So they're bringing back the Devil Ray into and weaving it into some of their materials. Gotcha. But you know who's not going to be wearing it? Well, two people. You know who's not going to get a chance to wear any of that throwback? Yeah, Jake Rizzi. Yep, and uh, and Corey Dickerson. But let's start with the happy news here. Um, not the heartbreak. Corey Dickerson is going to the <laughs> level of baseball that he, he can play. Yeah. How many home runs do you think he's going to hit in AAA? I'd, 60. He could hit 60 Easily, if he right? was actually going to. But he's not going to play you think he's... minor league baseball for the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, put in the bet box that he will not play for the um, Rays minor league system. I, but you will not do I'm that. I'm not going to accept that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Fine, 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 fine. They're going to unload. They're, they, they did that so that it basically makes it impossible for him to not accept a trade. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's he's got to. Or he's got to save face. Yeah. There's been a lot of other play, player movement yeah. um, as well. So that all... F- free agent um spring training was probably not gonna happen <laughs> yeah they just all figured it out over the weekend you want to start with the big news you want some jd on the rocks and in, in massachusetts that is definitely the biggest news but the thing is that that had been rumored for so long <laughs> right it had been rumored that jd martinez was going to go to the boston red sox and I think the problem was they were thinking that the the uh, contract would be like two hundred million, and the Red Sox were like, yeah, maybe a hundred million. And um, it's it's a weird contract. It's a very but, weird uh, contract. It. But regardless, we don't care about that. Fantasy wise, his numbers are going to be good. Oh my god, his numbers are going to be so good this year. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be going after him though. Andy's an injury risk. Yeah, that's true. So don't let the hype get too too high, but he he's going to be a valuable player. How about how about this from from a fantasy evaluation sense? Eric Hosmer going oh to the Padres. Oof, just kill that value. I, it was talked about that he was going to be a a a like a 30-20 player. He was going to be the next um Goldschmidt. 
and now he's never going to be able to hit 20 home runs again. So, okay, here we go. So Eric Hosmer, we we actually like him for the re- what he does for the rest of the team. Last year, wow, last two years he hit 25 home runs. Do you think over, over under on 25 over, home under runs? Over under on 25 home runs. Um, under, because he's going to Petco. There you go. I guess the other thing is, and, and I, this isn't going to be a, a bet, but <laughs> or maybe it is. Okay, here, best two out of three on this one. All right. Over under 20, uh, 25 home runs. You're taking over. Um, I'll take no, the no, under. No, no, no. I'm taking under. No, you said yeah. you take the under. All right, then I'll take the over. Fine. Um, batting average. His three-year average is 294. What? Really? I'm going to I'm gonna set that as the over under. Is he going to? Yeah, 294. Last three uh, years. It's got to be under. It's got to be under. Okay. Hit 318 last year. I don't care. Okay. So you're going to take the under, I'll take the over. Oh, he plays so many games in the NL West now. All right, no, I'm taking it. Go for it. Stolen bases, over, under. He, his three-year average is six. Over. Over. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I like the, I like your disagreement here. All right, two out of three for uh, the the bet. All right. Well, cool. Those are the big <laughs> the big contracts. Yeah, that's eight years, one hundred forty four million. That's crazy. There's a whole lot of options and stuff, and um, in both of those those contracts. But oof. Well, this week uh, you may have noticed this is podcast two point oh oh. So we're gonna do a little bit of introductory work. Eric's gonna talk about our mission statement and frame this the season aim as an overarching statement, and then I'm gonna introduce the season topic in a little bit more detail and talk through some of the plans that we have and open it up to our listeners to give us some recommendations. So take it away, Eric. All right, my friend. Pitchers and catchers have reported. Twitter feeds are <laughs> filling out. It's beginning to look a lot like fantasy baseball. Uh, that <laughs> means we're... <laughs> how long, how did, long you, did you did work you on that it? one for? But yeah, I, I heard it. Go ahead. I was just trying to decide if I was going to actually sing it or not. I, I, it took no time at all. Christmas songs are like still <laughs> in the back of my mind all the time. Anyways, that means we're on to a new season. It's it's exciting. Season two, the th- our third season. <laughs> <laughs> that does mean that we're on to our third season, and this is pretty exciting. Um, you know, I think I think maybe we're maybe we're figuring this out. Of course, maybe we'll maybe we're about to turn in one of our worst podcasts ever. But ooh, yeah, this is going to be a whole lot of talking, and we've already done most of the baseball. <laughs> uh, last year, we introduced ourselves in episode 1.00 i encourage anyone uh who's new to the podcast to jump back and listen to that one if they're interested and i think um you know we covered a lot of different things about about the podcast what we're trying to do with last season but i do want to repeat our quasi mission statement for the pod in general and Mike, you can jump in here if you think anything has changed so far. Uh, our goal is to share our tools with a little help from the fantasy genre for context, illusion, and fire and ice breaking. In doing so, we hope to broaden the way our audience approaches fantasy baseball. We put our methods and thinking out into the public in the spirit of open source. And we help others in the hope that the community will help us improve ourselves. You think any of that is needs to be worked on? <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it's still actually very relevant and I think that we 
actually really grew this this was sort of a set of goals that we set out for ourselves and we really grew into it maybe more than we initially um thought that we had the one thing that i think that we did much better in our season zero was that we mixed fantasy for context a lot more and we need to we need to get back in there there need to be references to darth vader like in the middle of in the middle of our sections oh absolutely yeah we've gone way too long and so you know we're, we're going to approach that though we're going to keep fantasy forward here with our review sessions we'll we'll talk about that more more at the end um one of the things actually that i'm surprised by when we when we talk about this is just is just how open and honest we've been with our recommendations. Like, oh yeah, it hurts us in our in the league that we play. I'm in not sure. Together. I'm not sure that it has. I mean, in in concept, in principle, it really should. But we've sort of entered this sphere where we're confident in the the overarching strategies that we've each chosen, and mm-hmm. we're we're willing to play those out and see how they go. That's true. It's sort of like playing, you know, it's like playing with, it's like playing poker, except we all had open hands. And so we're just kind of <laughs> sticking with our strategy. It's like, I still know that I'm going to get a, get a straight, even though you're going to get a, a flush. Yeah, absolutely. This year, we are going to pare down a bit. Um, I think we talked in the waning days of season one, we talked about this a little bit. And we're going to try to get a little bit more controlled banter and a little less a little less on the deep dive analysis and make sure that those are a little bit more polished when we, we present them. And I think this is where I toss it over to you. As a way to guide our conversation, we came up with a theme, getting into fantasy. As our narrative for the year, Mike is going to discuss that a little bit more in the next section. I am going to discuss that a little bit, a little bit more in the next section. I, you know, you really, you really sort of emphasized the thing that we're going for. I think, you know, if we're pulling the curtain all the way back, we've been pretty honest with each other about what has worked in our, in our recordings and what what hasn't, and we've we've gotten some, some occasionally painfully honest feedback from people about what what has worked and what hasn't. <laughs> Um, and w- w- the thing is, is that we, we do appreciate that. I think, you know, we're pretty confident in the things that we have to offer. Um, but we, we know that we're not, we're not necessarily pros at it yet. And so really working that, that banter, um, it, and polish <laughs> is exactly what we need. Yeah. One of the things that's most interesting in this process is some of the most polished stuff that we do is also so, comes off some of the least interesting yes. conversations because yes. we've got it wrapped up where our heads are deep into it on our own. And then we're not really talking about it as we go, where some of the stuff that's a little bit more slapdash is we're still like working it out. And it's like, Mike will say, Oh, have you checked this? And it's like, Oh my <laughs> God, did I? <laughs> but You know, it's weird because we don't really want our, takeaway advice to be well that's just both prep less <laughs> you know right exactly. that's a weird thing and so we've been sort of we've been we've been brainstorming a little bit on on what to do there and i don't know we think we've come up with some decent solutions so well uh we're curious to know if how those manifest themselves 
Lastly, I mentioned at the start of season one that our goal is to keep this podcast weekly, helpful, insightful, and pertinent. Whip. I've actually got to... We're going to modify this slightly. It better not change the acronym. It will. What? I've modified this goal to... It's going to be weekly, helpful, insightful, and topical wit (laughs) i should have known well that means if we stop being helpful that we'll still be wit just a different way new season means new review session topics here's a little preview without giving too much away but really i i only watched a special edition of so like to me has always changed in that first scene in the in the cargo bay or whatever but like I don't see the like the human actor version. Interesting. I I I like the human actor version. Yeah, and that's just not the one that I identify with. We have a bunch of stuff lined up to tackle in season two. Yeah, we do. We are gonna get back to our own basics. Look at the heart of our our strategies and the, the questions that we often ask ourselves and sort of take for granted that they're things that we think about. And then hopefully we'll uh, take some forays into the more advanced nature of some of it. Yeah, I'm really excited. We, um, I think we have a pretty good path here to stay on top of things for this year and um, hopefully create some content that we can reference back to a lot more next year and in future years. Yeah, this this year is supposed to be a, a foundational text, I think, for Ooh. for things that we're that we're going off of and So this is Silmarillion year. Oh, I was uh yeah, you know, or we could go for a straight Isaac Asimov foundation. You know, we're we're the Hari Seldens here. We're trying to to look forward. Wow. Oh, yeah, that that was a deep cut, a deep cut. Wow. Yeah. Uh, not as deep as it could be, but but if you haven't read the Foundation series, seriously, get out there and do it. Um, but we've also worked really hard to to do <laughs> to do the T in the wit strategy and stay really topical. We're trying to structure. Mm-hmm the things that we talk about to be on um, at relevant times during the season. Yeah. I think that when we were, we had talked about being really structured for last season and they were like, no, no, let's just do things as they come up. And unfortunately what would happen is there'd be like three things that would come up at the same time as like, um, you know, a trade deadline and or the all-star break. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, now we have so many things to cover. And then the next week we'd be like struggling for what we should actually cover. Like, let's talk about how closers suck. <laughs> and so now we're trying to, we're trying to mitigate a lot of that, give ourselves a real, a real jumping off point that frames the whole season. And so let me do a little bit of framing, a little bit of introduction here. Um, We've got sort of what I'm thinking of as five big segments, the way that we're going to think about the next year. We're going to think about before the season starts, the sort of the early fantasy season, mid-fantasy season, late fantasy season, and then postseason. And we're pretty well defined in the first four. And the first one I'm going to call before the season starts, this is colon the basics. (laughs) And I have a question for you. This is is the next six episodes. Which one of these... 
are you, what are you most looking forward to covering during this topic? And then conversely, what are you worried about covering during this topic? What do you feel like we're the least well-equipped and is going to take the most amount of time for us? Well, whatever's next week is always the one that we're least equipped for. <laughs> it just moves down the line. <laughs> just moves right down the line. It's, it's odd how it does that. Uh, I would say the one that I'm looking forward to the most is dealing with the DL huh. because the bar is so low for what we can actually do to help people. Yes. Other than say, pay attention to your league's DL rules. And then also take a look at statistically what some of the things that happened last year. Um, I think roster construction is something that's more game theory ish. That's really hard for us to say in a concrete way. And we'll have to have a lot of caveats the whole time that we're talking you know, if you're a 10 team versus a 12 team versus a 14 team. Yeah. It should have a very different takeaways. Yes. I personally, I'm really excited for the draft. I think that we, we always have some interesting discussions regarding draft theory and, and draft analysis. Um, and, you know, for a lot of people, that's the, the most intensive part of the fantasy baseball season. Mm-hmm. Conversely, the part that I'm the most worried about is thinking about starting the season in roster management and something that I always struggle with. And even, even in this, even in a relatively successful year, like last year, I didn't necessarily hit the ground running too hard. It, it's, I think the first couple of weeks is always really hard and to have, but you need to have a couple wins or I know you really do. Those wins are so valuable. You have to get out there and hit the ground running. And, uh, you know, I just, I just don't do that. <laughs> just, historically, <laughs> Just straight up have not done that. So I'm, I'm a little worried about trying to give advice there, but we'll see what we can do. No, we're both a little bit conservative with what we want to do because we don't want to drop the player that someone else is going to pick up and is going to be a top 60 player for the rest of the season for someone else just because they had a slow first week. But at the same time, you end up holding on to people that don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I, we certainly have not found the correct balance of how long to stick to your draft strategy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. That's yikes. Let's put that into two point thirteen. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Give up on your draft strategy now. Um, all right. So <laughs> early season, I'm going to call this fixing little roster problems. And so the the way that the the that the pieces here work is going to be the title is so your team doesn't one of the scoring categories. And so we're going to kick it off with, you know, so your team doesn't steal bases and we'll wrap up with, so your team doesn't score runs and talk about how to workshop your team that way. So same questions, which one of these are you the most excited about? I think I already know the answer. Which one are you the most worried about? Um, I think, well, stolen base <laughs> is always really fun, but I actually think, so your, st- so your team doesn't K is going to be, that's going to be a really fun one because there are going to be a whole lot of different way, ways to approach it. And basically, <sighs> maybe it's just your SOL. I, I've wondered that before, too. And so I like, I like this pre-thesis that we've developed. <laughs> um, I'm, worried about, yeah. I'm worried about managing the ratio pitching categories. That is something that... It doesn't. It hasn't mattered over ten years what strategy I've tried. I cannot solve it. Oh, I know, and it's it's insane. Every single year is so different across the spectrum. I know. 
how do I fail in so many spectacular ways? It's the old, it's Tolstoy, right? Um, every good family is the same. Every bad family is different in their in their own way. That, uh, not quite fantasy, like but I'll accept it. I mean, <laughs> Russia is basically a fantasy land. Uh, I'm excited to think about wins, weirdly. I like I like trying to strategize pitching wins. <laughs> that that is going to be a good one. That's going to be a good topic to 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 fight through. That's going to be a fun one. So your team doesn't get wins. We'll uh, try to come up with some good recommendations. Always go bastardo. We'll workshop you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Middle relievers get a lot more wins than you'd expect. Uh, they really do. We've we've done that study. All right. Mid season is next. After we're done discussing why your team doesn't get certain categories. We're going to transition to the part where you have to make decisions. And there's a variety of decisions that you have to make. First, you're going to be thinking about the the last few moves that you have to make in season, specifically leading up to your league's trade deadline. And then we'll think about the moves that you need to make in order to, to position yourself for the playoffs. And conversely, if you're not making the playoffs, what you need to do for next year. So those are called, so you want to blank teaching you how to do some of the basics. So the first one there, so you want to make a trade. So you want to. <laughs> what? Same, I mean, same list of questions here. Pretty formulaic tonight. Uh, what are you excited about? What are you worried about from this? I think we identified some really good topics. I, I think it's a, it's the same one. I'm excited and, and nervous about it. It's like a roller coaster ride it's going to be. <laughs> so you want to identify by low players. Ugh. That's yes. it's ever it's the yeah it's a holy grail of fantasy, but it's fun and it's, and it's difficult at the same time. You're absolutely right. I'm excited about so you want to replace a big bat. That's one thing that we're going to look at how to replace that that one. big hole in your offensive side. And I'm terrified about the so you want to replace an ace, replacing that rock solid pitcher. Well, when we did the um do. Pineda Coladas episode. <laughs> we, you know, we we had some good thoughts in there that I think, if we had thought about it a little bit longer, we could have could have perhaps crystallized well, in something. Well, now we know we have some time. Meaningful, so, you know, just to put some dates on what we're talking about here. Uh, tune back in July twenty second for us solving how to replace an ace. Yeah, and we may <laughs> I, we may switch these around a little. No, I don't bit. think so. Um, I think we're set in stone. Oh, right he's just stuck in stone. All right, I, all I right. sent out for the stone tablets. Um, all right, <laughs> <laughs> and then late in the year, we're gonna talk about uh, prep for for next year, looking into next year, and that means two things though. Uh, in prince, the first thing is if you're still in the playoffs, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think <laughs> yeah. I think win I round one, win round two, win round three. We'll talk about the individual rounds. I think there, you know, we're we're both we'd be both sort of thrilled and terrified to be in those positions. Um, and then we'll start thinking about looking in, into the next year and giving advice to the people that that aren't in playoffs. Although hopefully your league has an has a playoff structure that gets everybody still playing fantasy on some level. And then we've got a bunch of actually open topics at the end of the year. So while we've planned ourselves pretty well out, uh, we're going to leave some of the some of the off-season stuff in open discussions and think about what getting into fantasy can tell us during the off-season as well. Uh, so if you have any ideas, we are all ears. 
and uh, we'll be brainstorming away during the season. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to wrap this sucker up? Yeah, let's complain about ESPN for a minute. Uh, you noted this, and I I agree with it. I have gotten a couple text messages from guys in our league with like, did you see or are you excited? And so I'll like dutifully log on to ESPN and see like nothing. What are you talking about? ESPN is slow. Yeah, they are behind. They're definitely behind on the fantasy baseball this year. Um, I don't know if that's there. I think there are more options in the fantasy diaspora now, but they are, they're now further, further and further behind this guy. Fantasy diaspora. Indeed. Uh, they are. And, and this begs the question of, of, do you have some must follow Twitter accounts? We need to. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's the answer is that we need to have some some must follow fantasy accounts for for knowing things. It's such a yeah, it's such a disaggregated world right now in terms of the news that's happening. I always feel like I go and I try to look for I hear something and I try to look it up and I, there's a it takes a day to get the right information when it would be yep. like, I need to figure out who on Twitter is going to have it. <sighs> yeah, no. Uh, other notes here, pace of play rule changes, not clear exactly what this is going to mean for us in a fantasy sense, but could mean a pretty different baseball watching experience. Yeah. Gio Gonzalez might actually be good if they actually enforce some <laughs> of this because he, he is almost better when he, doesn't think he likes he likes pitching fast he wants to try and pitch fast he does his when you, whenever you watch a good geo gonzalez game he is pitching so fast it's just ball gets back gets sign boom in the glove i like geo gonzalez i've been on the record liking geo gonzalez for a long time i will probably own him at some point this year <laughs> yeah at some point so if he's bad doubly my so. favorite my favorite here this might affect our boy craig kimbrell uh relief pitchers must promptly leave bullpen yeah no <laughs> he can't have the all that walk-up music and the flames and everything everywhere Ooh, could you imagine if they had like a no flame motif <laughs> rule yeah suddenly suddenly it works in it's that would definitely be called the craig kimbrell rule uh, let's introduce season two review session. Last year we <laughs> reviewed foods. Uh, uh, there was all off the cusp. This year, season two, we're gonna try something different. We are gonna actually give a little bit of advance warning for everyone, but this first one, and we are gonna review fantasy tools classics, the nerd canon, aka the nerd canon. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Uh, a little bit of Star Wars, a little Lord of the Rings, some Bond, Back to the Future. Ooh, lots of good ones here. Indiana. Indiana Jones. Yep. Yeah. There's going to be there going to be a lot of good movies. Sucker Punch? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, you know, we didn't dig very deep. We uh we we stayed with one that we thought everyone could relate to immediately without needing the the rewatch or the refresh. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. And 
And to try to keep this a little bit brief, we're going to try to focus uh, focus on something. And that was my thing that I wanted to focus on was the name. Star Wars, a new, as you immediately tried to call it, A New Hope, <laughs> Episode 4. You yeah you refused. All right, that's a thing. I'll allow it. You you know actually that that kind of goes hand in hand with the thing that I wanted to say about it, which is that I it took me a long time. You know we grew up with it, trying to trying to go in watching it as though there have been no other Star Wars movies. Like I'm gonna yeah. go in and I'm gonna watch this fresh this time. I have no clue what to expect. You know, I'm going to the theater in 1977. What is this weird movie? You know, I've heard something about this director, but you know, just imagining how out there this is and how unique and how um, how much of how many tropes are built out of this movie. Yeah, I can't imagine. I do, I I can't even imagine it. Yeah, exactly. It's because there's so many things that that are ref are are in movies today that are references to star wars yeah. or stylistic changes that are stylistic movie changes that just you know weren't things that were done and were just started in star wars and even just <laughs> star wars to itself like the the changes that were made from star wars to aka a new hope to um empire strikes back yes were informed by star wars yeah that's really true and so i i would encourage people when they're going back to do a rewatch the next time that you as a dutiful nerd sit down to watch star wars i would encourage you to go at it you know approach it thinking about it as though this is a totally new fresh concept that has never this is land that has never been trod before Right, the the amalgamation of all the different things. See how that changes the experience for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I'm gonna. This will be this will be interesting. Who, what, what are you gonna pick for for next week? Oh, I I'll, I'll give it over to you. I you know what, I was gonna say that we should go in total Star Wars o- order, but I I'm not ready to discuss to discuss Empire. We gotta we gotta come back to this. No, that's gonna be a big I've been one. meaning to do this for a little while. I'm gonna take us out of the Star Wars canon. I want to watch the Matrix. Oh wow! Okay, I really thought you were gonna say Doctor. No. I nope. We're not there yet. That's the wrong season. I need. That's a summer movie to me. It is. Well, yeah, it does happen. In a nice summery, summery spot. All right, the Matrix. Wow. Uh huh. To fire up the DVD player. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Jeez, do we have to? We should really get a VHS. That would be amazing. Go back to the summer of 1998. Yeah. Still has the, the Hollywood video or, or Blockbuster sticker. Because you bought it like, from them? Yes, absolutely. Mostly there, yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, watch The Matrix for, for next week. So you're just neurons blazing, I guess, <laughs> when you're listening to this podcast. All right, time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, Mind the Z. All I've got left is worst of luck to you, buddy. Worst of luck to you, too. Yeah!